You're listening to the Quince podcast. bittersweet day for the Bharatiya Janata Party as the results for the bypolls held in 29 assembly seats and 3 Lok Sabha seats came in on 2nd November. The Safran Party made a clean sweep in the northeast, winning all 9 seats which went to poll in Assam, Mizoram and Meghalaya and won the Lok Sabha seat in Madhya Pradesh's Khandwa. But it was a surprise blow by the Congress in Himachal Pradesh, Karnataka and Rajasthan which came as a major setback for the BJP. In the BJP ruled Himachal Pradesh, the GOP wrestled the Mandi Lok Sabha seat and the assembly seats of Jubal. It also retained the Arki and Fatehpur assembly seats. With the state going to polls next year, the loss is significant since it has now triggered the speculation whether the BJP will replace the incumbent CM Jairam Thakur. And in Rajasthan, the Congress won both the seats, Daryawad and Vallabhnagar, with comfortable margins, while the BJP was unable to make a dent and slid further down in the vote share ladder and to further rub salt in the BJP's wounds. The victory parade for the Trinamool Congress in West Bengal continued as it snatched away all four seats which went to poll with an average margin of 75%. This results in the TMC strength in the 294 member Bengal Assembly rising to 219. And along with all these setbacks, the BJP also lost the Dadra and Nagar Haveli Lok Sabha seat to the Shiv Sena, making this the Sena's first Lok Sabha victory outside of Maharashtra. So what caused this major rollback of votes for the BJP? Is this a warning signal for the ruling party before the upcoming polls? And looking ahead, how will this affect the 2024 polls? To analyze the results and their significance, we spoke to Adit Menon, the Queen's political editor. You tuned in to the Big Story, the podcast where we dissect the headline-making news for you, and I'm your host, Emmat. While the BJP's heavy losses in the bypolls came from Himachal Pradesh, West Bengal and Rajasthan, it has further strengthened its grip over the northeast. Significantly in Assam, the ruling BJP and its ally United People's Party Liberal swept all five seats that went to polls and defections from the opposition was key to this win. As a result of its MLA Rabjyoti Kurmi and Sushanta Borgoyen jumping ship to the BJP, the Congress lost both Mariani and Thovra seats. And to make matters worse, Akhil Gogoi's Raijor Dal is also emerging as a significant player in the arena, bagging 27% vote share in Thovra and 17% votes in Mariani. But unlike Assam where CM Himanta Biswa Sarma is being lauded for the performance, down south in BJP's Karnataka, the atmosphere may be different. While both the BJP and the Congress won a seat each, with the BJP winning the Singhi seat in Vijaypura, it was a defeat in Hungal which became a major embarrassment since it is a part of Karnataka CM Bomai's home district. Congress candidate Srinivas Mane won by a margin of 7426 votes with the BJP candidate Shivraj Sudhana securing only 79874 votes and the loss comes despite the CM's emotional appeal in Hungal stating that he and the BJP candidates are the sons of the soil and that they will quote unquote die here and will be buried here a similar trend also occurred in Madhya Pradesh where both Congress and the BJP fought over Jobat Prithvipur and Raigaon assembly seats in the Lok Sabha seat of Kanwa While the Congress was only able to win the Raigaon seat, the final vote share indicates that it has put up a good fight. The Congress is now only two percent points behind the BJP at forty-five percent. So, what do these close margin calls in Karnataka and Madhya Pradesh indicate for the BJP? If this trend continues in the upcoming polls, could it spell trouble for the Safran Party? Adit Menon, the Queen's political editor, says that both the state's results indicate an extremely political contest between the two parties. and that they would have to be on their toes till the states go for elections in 2023 
I think both the Karnataka and uh, Madhya Pradesh uh, results indicate that uh, the states have extremely competitive uh, political contest between uh, the uh, BJP and the Congress and the uh, ruling BJP government in the two states. They uh, will have to constantly be on their toes until uh, both the states go for elections in 2023. Especially, I would say that for Karnataka, because uh, the loss in in uh, the Hangal Lok Sabha, uh, Hangal Vidhan Sabha seat, uh, happens to be the uh, home district of of uh, the new Chief Minister Baswaraj Bombay. Uh, now, uh, the BJP had uh, brought in Mr. Bombay to sort of deal with the uh, anti-incumbency and the negative sentiment that the previous Chief Minister B S Yadurappa was uh, dealing with. Uh, but the fact that uh, the new CM is unable to ensure a victory in his own home district uh, doesn't quite bode well uh, for the Bharatiya Janata Party. The second thing that doesn't bode well uh, for the BJP is the complete uh, fall of the Janata Dal secular vote base. Uh, it does seem uh, that uh, uh, the state is moving towards a slightly more bipolar polity in which uh, the anti-BJP anti voters are clearly looking towards the Congress as the main option and not the JDS uh, like it was in the previous assembly election. While the BJP got away with close calls in Madhya Pradesh, the final results in West Bengal and Himachal Pradesh showed that it stood no chance to win. Let's start with Himachal Pradesh, where the Congress made the biggest dent by winning all three assembly seats which went to poll in the Mandi Lok Sabha seat. The Mandi seat was won by Pratibha Singh, wife of former Chief Minister Virbhadra Singh. Along with Mandi, the Congress also retained the Arki and Fatehpur assembly seats and even won the battle in Jubal against the BJP. But why is this win significant for Congress? Well, according to an analysis by the Quint of data from past bipoles, two of the three bipoles fought in the hilly state were won by the party in power. Does a complete sweep in Himachal Pradesh brings into question the BGP's performance in the state, especially the future of incumbent CM Jairam Thakur? But the bigger question is what led to this landslide victory? What issues were the Himachal Pradesh bipole fought on and what does this loss mean for Jairam Thakur? According to Aditya, the elections were fought entirely on bread and butter issues like fuel and LPG prices and shows how when such issues are the focus, the BJP is at its weakest. Himachal Pradesh was actually one of the most uh, fascinating uh, elections in this uh, season of bipoles. Uh, you know, it seems that uh, the elections were fought entirely on uh, bread and butter issues. Uh, there were protests uh, in the last few months on price rise, especially fuel prices and LPG prices in Himachal Pradesh. Uh, then uh, apple growers uh, were also protesting against what they call uh, was a cartelization of the apple market. Uh, in which they were getting about 60 to 70 percent of what they should have been getting otherwise. Uh, so very low wholesale prices also led to the defeat of the BJP, especially in, in the uh, Mandi and Jubal Kotkai uh, seats uh, where apple growers are in slightly larger numbers compared to other seats. Uh, one of one BJP leader went rebel and he contested on, on the symbol of an apple as well in the Jubal Kotkai seat. Uh, so, I mean, it's clearly livelihood issues and price rise and uh, unemployment. Whenever such issues uh, become more prominent, uh, you know, that that's when BJP is at its weakest. And that's the main takeaway from the Himachal Pradesh uh, uh, bipoles. As far as uh, Jaram Thakur is concerned, it uh, does seem that his days are numbered. Um, it's now more a matter of time when the BJP would replace him. Now, someone like Vijay Rupani uh, in Gujarat was replaced despite uh, 
having the series of bipole and civic pole victories. Uh, Jairam Thakur, under Jairam Thakur, the BJP has just suffered a 4-0 loss. So it does seem very unlikely that he would continue for much long. And now coming to West Bengal, where Mamta Banerjee's TMC seems to be on a warpath to cast away the BJP camp from the state. TMC, like the Congress in Himachal, won all four assembly seats where bipoles were held. Dinhata, Santipur, Kosaba, and Kardha. And the BJP lost by embarrassing margins in some of these seats. Take Dinhata for example, where the TMC's Odyan Guha won with a staggering margin of 1,64,089 votes against BJP's Ashok Mandal. In Santipur, TMC's Braja Kishore Goswami won by 64,675 votes and former Kolkata Mayor Sovandev Chattopadhyay won Kardaha by a margin of 93,832 votes. With these massive losses, the blame game in the BJP has already begun. According to an Indian Express report, former Tripura governor and BJP state president Tadgata Roy pointed the finger at BJP's National Vice President Dilip Ghosh and several others for the defeat, stating that, quote-unquote, the party gave too much importance to leaders from other parties and opened its doors to opportunists. BJP MP Jagnath Sarkar, who resigned from his Santipur seat to hold on to the Lok Sabha seat, admitted that, quote-unquote, there is a lack of organizational strength, leading to a low vote count. But, given the importance that the BJP has given to the state over the past few months and its continued efforts to form a base there, what caused the muted performance by the party? Is it infighting within the party regarding the state or a change in national strategy? According to Aditya, it's not surprising that the TMC won big in the bipoles, but adds that it is too early to write off the BJP completely from the state. Uh, see, obviously, these are extremely resounding wins for the Trinamool Congress, and there's no denying that. Uh, the party had a vote share of close to 75%, which is phenomenal. Uh, but I would also be a bit circumspect on this, uh, because... Uh, West Bengal has a history of uh, uh, the ruling party in the state, you know, uh, doing well in, in by-elections, unless it's, of course, at the complete ebb of its uh, popularity, like the left front was. Uh, so, it's not surprising that the TMC won. It's not surprising that the TMC won big either. Uh, but obviously, certain results would be extremely disappointing for the BJP, Dinhata, uh, for one, because, uh, I mean, it just made Nishit Pramanik, the MLA who had vacated his seat as a central minister. Surely, he could have ensured a better performance for the party uh, over there. Uh, it does seem that the TMC wanted to prove a point uh, through this victory and send the signal that the BJP is uh, weakening in the state now, and the state is back to having no strong opposition. Uh, the left front, of course, can draw solace from its uh, decent performance in uh, in a couple of assembly segments. Uh, so, I mean, if the left works hard, maybe it can recapture uh, some of its lost ground from the BJP. But that churn, I think, will uh, take place in the next one year or so. But I would still say that it would be too early to write off the BJP in West Bengal, despite uh, these humiliating losses. The huge wins by the TMC in West Bengal also spelled trouble for the BJP down the line as the 2024 Lok Sabha elections draw closer. Ever since Mamta Banerjee registered a towering victory over the BJP in the 2021 West Bengal Assembly elections, the rumours of her becoming a frontrunner for the PM post have begun. And with these recent losses and the string of recent defections from the BJP to the TMC, what impact do these bipolar results have on the 2024 elections? Aditya Vaisen. Uh, see, I would be a little cautious in reading some very big national message from these bipoles. Uh, see, we did a, a data analysis of all the bipoles from 2009 to 19, and we found that uh, close to 
two thirds of the bipoles or a little over 60% of the bipoles are won by the party that's in power at the state level. Uh, so mostly it doesn't really reflect the popularity or unpopularity of the central government. Uh, now, even at the state level, there are some variations. I mean, some states, especially in the Northeast, Punjab, Odisha, a ruling party really sweeps the bipoles, but there are certain other uh, exceptions as well. Uh, for instance, Rajasthan has a history of, you know, the ruling party being doing badly in bipoles. So the fact that the uh, Congress has done well does seem to be a good sign for the party. And, uh, you know, the party can hope that, you know, it, it can continue to strengthen itself in the state. Uh, conversely, in Telangana, TRS has a history of uh, winning every bipole that comes its way. Uh, but the fact that it lost uh, Huzurabad uh, indicates that, you know, maybe there could be a slight anti-incumbency sentiment against it, uh, settling it. At least it, it shows that the TRS isn't invincible anymore. Uh, then, of course, uh, we come to the bigger picture. And uh, I think one thing that at least the Himachal Pradesh bipole uh, told us that uh, BJP is at its weakest uh, when it, whenever economic issues become uh, the, come at the center stage in elections. Uh, so if elections are fought on the issues on issue, issues like unemployment and price rise, uh, BJP would be in trouble. And uh, uh, probably after Himachal, if there's any state where the Congress would then replicate it, it would be Uttarakhand, which goes to polls a couple of months from now. Uh, the con economies are similar. Uttarakhand is slightly uh, has suffered slightly more uh, during the lockdown uh, and the COVID-19 crisis. So I think the uh, the anxiety uh, uh, regarding unemployment and prices is more than even Himachal Pradesh. Uh, so I think that's one major lesson that is uh, coming out of uh, this by-election. The other major lesson that comes out is that you know, strong regional leaders, uh, they seem to have held ground in a very significant way, not just held ground, they seem to have asserted their authority in a very significant way. And be it Mamta Banerjee in West Bengal, then we have Himanta Vishwasarma in Assam. Uh, the BJP and its allies won all the bipoles there, even though uh, some of the seats were really held by uh, their opponents. Conrad uh, Sangma in Meghalaya. Uh, then we have Ashok Gehloth in Rajasthan. Uh, Uddhav Thakre, his power, the Shiv Sena managed to win a, a seat in Dadar Nagar Haveli, that was Lok Sabha seat outside of Maharashtra. So that's been for another very uh, strong regional leader. Uh, so overall, we are seeing regional leaders are, are sort of asserting their authority in a very big way. So that's the second big picture that seems to be coming out of these bipoles. The bipole results have been a mixed bag of wins and losses for the Bharti Janta Party. But what it does essentially signal is a wake-up call, especially in the states of Himachal Pradesh and West Bengal. If you like listening to this episode, please subscribe to The Big Story for episodic updates. We're available on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, GeoSavan, and most of the other popular podcast streaming platforms. For other podcasts, please log on to the Quint website. And for any feedback, please shoot an email to podcast at thequint.com. Thanks for listening. Log on to the Quince website and check out our other podcasts.